Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Nerdcaster. I'm your resident Nerdcaster Joe, and with me this week I have Lori. Hey. John. What's up? Kiefer. What's up, guys? They're back again. And uh, this, this past weekend we attended the Distant Worlds uh, Music from Final Fantasy, the Symphony Concert Tour. Jeez, it's a mouthful. Um, at New it's Jersey the official, PAC. the official <laughs> Symphony Concert Tour. All right, it's long enough. Uh, attended at the NJ Pack Center here in the beautiful Garden State. Um, yeah, <laughs> what did you guys think of it? The beautiful Newark <laughs> Garden State, the best city in yeah, the best city in New Jersey. Uh, um, well, this isn't my this isn't the first time that I attended a Distant World show. Um, they were they were at NJ Pack um, previously two years about two years ago, um, and I. You know, knowing what to expect, I loved the show. Um, had a great time. Uh, but you know what? To be honest, like, you know, it didn't. You know, not surprised. I knew it was going to be amazing. Yeah, this was my first time attending the show, and it was just absolutely amazing. It was breathtaking, actually. Yeah. John, what did you think? So this was also, I guess, my second and third time going to Distant Worlds, and I, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but it still didn't take away from just i guess the whole magic of the the experience of the show like it's it's just a fantastic thing and um i think as they mentioned like in the show they they have i think over like 150 different scores from final fantasy that are you know orchestrated to to play at these shows so it's kind of like just you don't know what you're gonna get when you go which makes it cool so yeah um for for those that don't know, this show is um, is you know is conducted by Grammy Award winning composer Arnie Roth, and most of the music covered in in the show is um, you know was composed originally by uh, Nobu Uematsu, the main and in well in my opinion the only composer of the Final Fantasy series, and um, just as a pretty. Um, you know, just kind of a cherry on top of the whole experience. He was actually at the show that we attended this past Saturday. So, I mean, we didn't get to meet him. We didn't score some meet and greet tickets. But we saw him. But and we that's saw all that him. matters. We saw him <laughs> in the flesh. He was there. We felt his presence. <laughs> so, everybody here enjoyed the show, it sounds like. What, did, what we're, So, because we are reviewing this, we got to take the good with the bad. And uh, so, what was one of your least favorite parts not saying it's a complaint but my i mean again i thought the show itself was pretty amazing um there was one glitch i think that happened in the 8 p.m show during one of the um during one of the performances with the video because they do they play uh hd video of um you know game footage and you know cg with the songs that they play which i think just completely adds to the overall effect it's amazing but one of them kind of cut out they were had you know they had a little bit of a snafu with it but it really wasn't a big deal <laughs> excuse me but um what i had mainly was just kind of an issue with the venue more than with the show um and again we, uh we attended there was a 3 p.m and an 8 p.m showing 3 p.m showing we had much better seats first time around the 8 p.m show we were kind of high up and really close to the door and um, I was actually really surprised that after the show began, they were still letting, um, you know, letting attendees still in, you know, in to their seats, showing them the seats. I thought it was incredibly distracting and really I thought it took away from the show. Uh, that didn't really stop until 
um, the third song in the set. Yeah. And again, I just found that really, um, it really was, you know, it was kind of upsetting. If I didn't go to that 3 p.m. show beforehand, I, you know, I think I would have been, you know, a lot more upset than I was. John, what did what, what's one complaint you have? Uh, well, I agree with that for sure. Um, that second show, if we hadn't gone to the first show, I would have been really pissed off. Um, the first show, it, it I, I was fully immersed. That's you know kind of the experience I was hoping for. Um, the second show, I did not get that feeling at all. And I think part of it is because I was sitting on the aisle seat and people kept walking in while the, the show was going on. Um, so whether they were being loud, um, you know, the like door attendant uh, taking out flashlights to look at the tickets and talking to the people, directing them where to go. Uh, one guy even fell like going, <laughs> going up the stairs, which <laughs> it w- was just completely distracting. But, um, you know, that's me laughing at somebody falling up the stairs, not down the stairs. <laughs> so, uh, I think my other biggest problem too, like we, we had gone, uh, two years ago to NJ pack, um, to see distant worlds and they had both the 3 PM and the 8 PM show. Um, both shows had different music. So, you know, the, the first show had, I think almost all different songs than the second show. I was kind of expecting that to be the case this time around, and it was just the same exact set from start to finish. So that was kind of disappointing, but um, even still, the the music selection was great. If if it wasn't for um, that whole like distracting bit and everything, I probably still would have enjoyed the second show uh, more than I I actually did. So nice. And as a first timer, Kiefer, what did you think? As a first timer, you know, I went in there focused on just listening to the music, enjoying the experience. So, you know, I made sure to not let, you know, too many things distract me or whatnot. But I think you guys would agree with me when I say that one of the things that really got on my nerves was that guy sitting next to us. That one guy that was sitting next to us that was just screaming. Yeah. And just like. Like there's Final like, Fantasy Six. Yeah, it's just like he was being obnoxious with it. Like everybody, everybody was yelling and having a good time, but he was just doing it at the you know that one guy that claps always claps at the wrong time and nobody follows his claps. That was this guy just vocally, and it's just like oh, he was just getting on my nerves. But everything else, you know, was just spot like spot on. I mean, again, this is my first time, so I can't really compare and contrast to other times like you guys. Uh, but I, you know, I definitely look forward to going again and then you know, I'll be able to have that experience to compare to this time and stuff like that. But, like, you know, that was pretty much it. I was just really focused on the music, honestly. So that, that being said, get, let's get into the, a little bit of the music um, that, that they did play. What was the best song, in, in your opinion, that they played at this show this time around? I, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to get into the full set list, but... Uh, I'm not... Oh, that's really difficult for me to pick. Um, you know, when they, when they played Eyes on Me and they had, uh, um, singer Susan Calloway, mm. uh, she sang, she sang the song, um, originally sung by Fang Wong. That song always gets me. I think that Final Fantasy VIII was the very first Final Fantasy ever played and beat and, you know, had a very romantic storyline. Wow. Yeah. It's the very first one. It's the very first one that not I even, played. Not even, not even seven. No, I it wasn't seven. Seven was the first that you played. Uh, eight was the first. I saw seven first. Seven was the first one I was exposed to, but eight was the first one I actually picked up, played, and finished. Was, uh, Final Fantasy is the very first, I think the very first video game I actually ever beat 
that was an RPG, you know, for, or excluding like Legend of Zelda and you know other you know or other different types of games. But anyway, mm-hmm. so that game has like a. I I fully recognize it's not the best game in the series, but it's still one of. It's my still a great favorite. game. It's still one of my favorites. I think simply for the fact that it was just the first one that I played. So when Eyes on Me comes on, I'm just, you know, I get goosebumps. I just love the song. And the second for me was I had never heard the Distant Worlds arrangement of Cosmo Canyon. And that's another song that I really, really enjoyed from Final Fantasy VII. A little upset they didn't play Aerith's theme. Um, but Cosmo Canyon, I thought the arrangement, again, really done well. I would have to say that those two were my favorite. So then I'm going to change this up a little bit. Instead of instead of your favorite, you said that they didn't play Aerith's theme. Is that the one song you would have liked to have heard out of everything else? Actually, no. But while it's it's a great song, and, and I kind of was, exp- I thought it was a, cl- a staple, a classic that you would hear. The one I really wanted to hear was the man with the machine gun. Damn you, yeah. man with the machine gun. I mean, I yeah, just, I love, I loved. You took the words right out of my shit. mouth. Sorry. So you asked. Well, um, I was going to ask everybody, but it sounds like we're all in agreement. That's the song. We yeah, Laguna's theme is uh, actually, no, man with the machine gun. That wasn't the one that I, I would have preferved to hear the most. All right. It or not. So then, um, then you're up next. What? Which one was okay. one of your favorites or your favorite that they played this time around? And what's the so, one that you didn't? Get the one that, that really I like knew they were going to play. Yep. Uh, the one that I knew they were going to play that I was most excited for was definitely uh, Answers from Final Fantasy XIV. Um, that song has tremendous meaning. Um, just to give like a quick little insight, um, when the original fourteen came out and was going under, uh, was an online you know MMO game, failed terribly. Um, the way that game actually ended, um, they had pretty much like a deadline of the servers going offline. And um, in the sky was that big red meteor type thing called uh, Dalamud that, you, you know, you see in the cinematics and everything. Um, you know, Bahamut uh, enrages out of that and everything. So when the servers went offline, that song played with that cinematic. So everybody that was online in the game at that time saw that video and heard that song for the first time. Um, and then it became a staple of uh, Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn, which has gone on with like huge success. So I was definitely excited to hear that. Um, the full choir and everything, just it, it, it was awesome. Um, and I would say like what I was most pleasantly surprised by was that... Uh, one through uh, 13 battle medley uh, went yeah, on for really like cool. 15 minutes. Yeah, and they played, you know, whether it was a boss theme, encounter themes um, from each Final Fantasy from 1 through 13. And then it closed off with the prelude version, which was actually from 14. Um, the, the most exciting part in that for me was hearing... Uh, Awakening from FF11, which is an awesome song, um, as the battle theme for that. So I, I, I was excited for that. Um, and with that being said, the song that I would have liked to uh, hear the most would have been um, Memoro de Le Stono from Final Fantasy XI. Um, that's actually the main theme of uh, the Chains of Promethea expansion from Eleven. Um Susan Calloway does the vocals in that rendition as well. Uh, they did do it at the 
earlier show, um, the the first time we went to Distant Worlds, which we missed out on, so that kind of sucked. But um, just another fun fact to throw out there, uh, Distant Worlds actually got the name Distant Worlds from that song. Um, that's part of the lyrics. So I would have been happy to hear that. But um, other than that, I thought it was a, a great set list. So I was happy with it. All right, then there, first time you're up. My favorite song played throughout the night, it was definitely Xanarkin. It was a toss-up. It was between that and the battle melody. But that, man, when they played that, it actually exceeded my expectations. So it was just beautiful. Like, the girl next to me was crying and everything. It was just really touching. Did you you give her a hug? I wanted to. I told you. I I really wanted to. She was just like, it was just a very emotional, you know, time period during that show. It was just, it just knocked it out the park. Uh, The song I really, really wanted to hear that they didn't play, it was already mentioned. You know, man with the machine gun, you know, my boy Laguna. (laughs) So uh, hopefully next time they play it. Yeah, and for me, it was the Chocobo medley. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a great one, too. I'm not going to lie. It was amazing. I love the Chocobo medley. It got, it was like a pep rally. It got everybody into it. Me and John literally had like a discussion right before it went on, and we were just like, watch everybody at the second, like the little baby Chocobo come, like, you know, you see it, everyone's going to go, oh, and literally like everybody, a second yeah. after John said that, yeah, everybody, I'm, it just like, it was so funny. I Chocobos for world peace. doing that as I listened to the Distant World sound track i have to awe the the, the little movie that they do with that with all the on the screen with the chocobos running around they go through final fantasy one it's crazy the history of chocobos like it's amazing and they they show like every rendition they show the fat chocobo at one point and and, uh, it's amazing so i mean i I love the chocobo and saz's hair like they even brought it like he was like the main star of it It was crazy (laughs) um i actually wanted to point out so um the the arrangement of Dalmasca Estersan, which is not an Uematsu's, um, you know, composition, but I actually, I, got, I just kind of reminded myself that I thought it was, I thought that was extremely. It was amazing. Fun. You know um, how I feel about twelve music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another one that I was pleasantly surprised to hear that wasn't in our first show. At least I don't believe, um, not in the the show we saw two years ago. So I think that was no, it for wasn't me. definitely yeah. not. Um, I really enjoyed that as well. Right. Um, so. We talked about the venue, the seating, uh, some of the things like that. As far as the venue goes, since you, we all talked about how the, the, the second showing, I guess, wasn't as good as the first showing because the seating arrangements and them letting people in. Since we went there once, I'm guessing we'd all go back to the same venue, or would you like to see this somewhere else? I would love to see it at every venue if I could, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I would be totally open to seeing it somewhere else, like, you know, in a different city. Um, it just... Their tour schedule, you know, they're in an, it's an international tour. They're all over the place. I think their next show is in Can is it in Canada? Um, Montreal, I believe. Yeah. They actually just uh, they just announced because I I know they said during the show it was the ten year anniversary of Distant Worlds, but um, for the uh, Final Fantasy thirtieth uh, anniversary, they're actually doing uh, select shows um, internationally and. The coolest thing is they're letting um, the fans vote on what songs they want to hear during those performances. Oh, so that's, that's cool. like really fucking cool. Unfortunately, it's not coming back this way. Like if they were going to have like a New York show, let's say, I would love to go, you know, and especially if it's something like that where you can vote on what songs you're going to hear. But um, I think the closest ones on this anniversary tour were probably uh, 
I, I want to say Montreal and then uh, Chicago. But other than that, um, it's not really coming back this way. No, the Montreal show, too, is in 10 days. That's a little difficult. Um, yeah. I'm looking at their tour schedule now. Um, yeah, it's a bit, it's, it'd be really ambitious. We'd have to, we'd have to go. Very ambitious. We'd be going to Europe. (laughs) I mean. Or there is Chicago. There is Chicago on the 16th in, um, September. And then they're back, you know, they're back overseas. I mean, well, part of, part of what I'm asking is like this this venue, I'm not a big fan of the actual venue itself. I mean, the acoustics are great. That's one of the things I do, do think went really well here. But getting there is is a little bit of of an issue with parking and everything else. So, would you prefer to to, to go to like a Madison Square Garden or or the State Theater in New Brunswick, New Jersey, or some other theater? Like, was is this venue perfect for this show? I you know what for the size, I don't think that they'd fill Madison Square Garden. I could be yeah, you know totally no, wrong. I, I agree, they probably won't. But, but I was using that as an example. <laughs> as far as parking is concerned, I mean, it, it's still pretty easily accessible by public transportation um parking's a nightmare yes but we have no reference level as far as the other venues and what their parking situation's like mm-hmm. like if i had to just grade it like not even about just the pain the ass it was just to get there but just the venue itself i would say it, the it could have been a little bit better organized the the main floor you know just had everybody you know, just kind of, kind of all over the place. In that, there. and if you went to the bathroom when you came out of the bathroom, you had to like show them your ticket again. It was kind of weird. It's kind of strange. And then again, you know, with the seating, I was just mainly all that aside. That doesn't really impact me all that much. It was just when I sat down for that second show, the fact that they just let people in afterwards, and yeah. the Dort or the attendant letting these people in, checking their tickets, was, you know, it's like they didn't even care. And it's like, if you went into any kind of theater or any kind of show like that, they would not let anybody in after that show began. And I absolutely think that's fair. Like, you know, if I was five minutes late to a show and I couldn't get in, I would be really upset that I couldn't get in until intermission. But I would totally understand why. They had TVs on the outside that people could have watched from. I mean, I know it's not the greatest, but I agree. Um... I know when, when we've gotten to Broadway shows or whatever else, if those doors close, they're closed. You ain't getting Oh, yeah, they're very strict on being punctual, yeah. And I think this, 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 that's one thing they need to work on with this place. Um, and that's another thing. Like, maybe a New York City theater might be better for something like this. And just, just saying. Maybe. Um, but if we got, show, if we got t- seats again for, you know, this venue, this show, I would definitely pay attention more to where the seats are and be like, okay, I don't want to be close to any of these entrance doors mm-hmm. because... Uh, you know, it's great when the show's over and you're trying to get out. You're out before everybody else is. But I would, I, w- I will take waiting over, you know, kind of what did go on. Anybody disagree or, or think there's... No, it was pretty spot on, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think where we were sitting for the, the first show was ideal, really. Um, not even just the fact that it was closer to the stage, but I think it was because we were... You know, in the front, far away from from the the doors, really, to get into that level. So, even there were probably people coming in late during that show too. It's just we didn't have to deal with it because we were so far away from you know the entrances. But um, that that was really my my biggest problem too. Like, there it just really took away from the overall experience. And if I had to deal with that and didn't go to the three o'clock show, I would have just. I would have been really frustrated. So, 
So what else did you guys uh, find particularly good about the show? Like, did, it, did anybody pick up any merch or, or, or anything like that? Because that line was ridiculous. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that merch line, though. Yeah, I got there early just for that. So last, last time when we went, um, because we had gone to the second show, um, they were sold out of practically everything. Um, that's just a, a little tip. If you do want to get merch, you're going to want to go to the first showing, um, get there early to get on that merch line because for whatever reason, they only have one merch booth. And I don't know if that's just something at NJ pack or if that's how it is at, um, every show, you know, I can, I can see that being a thing at most shows just because they probably have such a limited amount of, you know, what they're selling. Um, but the first time that we had ever gone to Distant Rolls, they were sold out of all the exclusive things. And if you got there late and wanted to wait online, you were probably going to miss, um, you know, part of the show. Um, but I did get the Final Fantasy VI original soundtrack, uh, which is one of the only ones I don't own. So I was excited about that. And have you listened to it? I have. And what do you? Th- it, I love it. Okay. <laughs> It's, it's awesome. Well, we also had I, the you know I had oh. Kepka's theme stuck in my head <laughs> from that whole time after seeing that first show. So nice. What were you gonna say, Laura? Um, uh, something I don't think we we mentioned um, before, but we actually got to experience the North American debut of um, Apoc- Apoc- Apocalypse Now. No, apoc- Apocalypsis Knockness. That's really oh my difficult goodness. to say. Tongue twister now. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty interesting that we got to, you know, we were the first North American audience um, to listen to that arrangement. Um, so that was that was pretty incredible. Um, not, not something was it I the w- first for Cosmo Canyon too? Or I think I don't think it's the first. I think that they they debuted the arrangement this year, so it's it's it was new to the show. But I don't think it it's was just new. new. Yeah. Okay. See, that, that's the song I would say they could take out and put Man with the Machine Gun in. Cosmo Canyon is not one of my favorite. Oh, it was songs pretty good. I thought they did no, a great it was job. Good. Stop it. Ugh. It was I, good. I could. I rather heard Man with the Machine Gun. I mean, you ain't lying. You right, but you know, I'll take it. I would have taken, I mean, what could they have, okay, so what would I say they could have taken out? Um, hmm. I'm being biased. Take out 14 and 15 because I haven't played them, so <laughs> I'm just being biased there. John, do you, do you think there's anything they should have taken out to put that in? Um, While Lori I takes. don't know, man. It was, uh, it was a pretty awesome set list. I don't, I don't know. I don't really think there was anything that I, you know, particularly disliked or um, wasn't really excited to hear. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah. I would uh, it's probably hard to say, say I mean, it was it was cool to hear Apocalypse is Noctis, but I could have lived without it. Like, put I would have taken that out. Well, I mean, it was only a two minute song though. So I know it's not like yeah, it really like. <laughs> come on, <laughs> it was two minutes. It was good. Yeah, I was excited to hear that. Compared to the like twelve minute battle medley that they have, no, that you can't take well, out. Mm-mm. That, that I, I agree should be a staple, but that so that medley, watching them move their hands on those violins to go, go along with the pictures, yeah, it was incredible. To, to try and keep up with the video that was playing, oh my god! But I could tell uh, after seeing it the first show, and then him announcing in the second show that they're going to try to keep up with the video. I could see where they kind of. Um, 
fell back and how they edited the video real time yeah. to keep it on track. Because a lot of them showed, this is from Final Fantasy VI, and we showed the Final Fantasy VI or V or whatever thing before it shows the, the footage from that thing. Towards the middle, they started cutting out those slides. They started cutting, yeah. Bleeding it's difficult, the yeah. Oh, well, I know. But it, it, they did so well. It uh, was, that was that amazing. Was cool. It was really good. Um, with the uh, something that Ross had mentioned, too, was that they recorded this battle medley in Prague a few years ago. And they had said it was just such a difficult piece to play and to just, you know, just to get going that they would never, ever perform this live. You know, but here they are performing it live, and I just think that in itself is. Just I'm glad they did because it was amazing. It was incredible, it was so good. That, that was definitely one of the highlights. Uh, again, that that also kind of made me feel like the second set uh, after the intermission. That the second set was a little shorter than the first. No, it was. It definitely was. First set, they played a lot more songs. Um, I'm pretty sure after that battle medley, though, those those musicians are tired. Oh, their hands are smoke coming you know, off their fingers. You know what I? Now that I'm thinking about it, I've been thinking. I I think I could have done without uh, Genova complete. I didn't even yeah. know what. The yeah, hell that seemed out of left field, honestly. First, and I love uh, I love Seven, but um, they could have did like the regular Genova theme actually. Yeah, and, yeah I agree. Uh, Lori, I remember we ha- we were actually talking about what uh, what song they were actually playing for FF10 in that battle medley, and I think it was the theme that. Um, plays when you it was well, Jack's spoiler alert but yeah. when you fight Jack. Uh anytime I've ever fought Jack, I've been super overpowered, so it's like the shortest <laughs> fight ever. So I yeah, you're right. didn't really notice. <laughs> yeah, you're um, definitely right. But I had to look it up and figure out what the hell it was because I, I had no idea. So Yeah. Somebody okay, so again I'm gonna reference my hundred and eighty hour record Final Fantasy ten. So I'm very, very familiar with what the normal battle theme sounds like. I wanted that. It, I wanted that. Instead. I'm like that is not. Yeah, I couldn't, I I couldn't identify pissed. it at first. At first, I kind of thought like maybe it, it's it's a it's a theme, you know, from one of your battles with Seymour. Which actually, now that I know what it is, I would um you know actually I think I would have enjoyed that a little bit more if they if they anything but like that. It. Not that I don't like it, but it wasn't the uh, you know original battle theme. It's like. I, I liked all of it. I, no, it was great. I just I liked Ten's battle theme. I thought it would have been great hearing it in that fashion i did too and i was kind of like waiting for it and then yeah it didn't happen after nine i was no, just like nine was great nine's, no nine I was mean, great i was seven, just like eight, nines were, or six but i was two. waiting on ten as soon as six's battle theme came on was when i started to get really amped because i love sixes sevens is always they great. killed seven seven eighth, was amazing eighth they had they did like a piano arrangement which is okay yeah. it wasn't bad nine's fantastic and then ten it was like oh oh jack Jack battle yeah. theme? Okay. No, right. for me, like you that. said Jack battle because you knew what it was. Yeah. I'm just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that eight battle theme, though, because it's like a lot of, uh, it's almost like a piano like solo, is probably just to give the rest of the orchestra a fucking break. That's yeah. That's yeah. I about it too. Yeah, because she was the only one yeah, playing it, too. Right, well, <laughs> take a breather real quick. You got a minute, so... Yeah. <laughs> but after hearing the battle medley, nine is absolutely not my favorite Final Fantasy game, and I don't make it a point to to hide that. Uh, the battle medley, though, the the battle music from nine, I think, is my favorite battle music, even though it's not even close to my favorite game. And nice. as John was saying before, how he beat Jack in like four point two seconds, I kind of did the same same thing every time I played six against Kefka. So I, I, I 
I don't really know. That's what, that's that's <laughs> funny because I love Nine, and I, but I don't really care for the battle theme. But I love the boss fight. Like if they would have did the boss fight theme of Nine, I'd have been totally down with that. I love you know what I love both of them. Yeah, yeah they're both Me good. Me too. It's my favorite side six. But so so at the end of the show, there there's one song that they have to play. That was great, and they didn't look like they were gonna play it. Does everybody know what song I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you knew they were going to play it. Stop I did it. not. I was so upset. You were not. At the end of the first they, show. They got me because I, I didn't watch well, the three, I didn't watch it, three o'clock. Yeah. John, I was mad as hell. I'm like, what the shit? And then John's like, don't worry. They do like one or two encore songs. I'm like, you want they, more? They better. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, it's from Seven. What's the name of it? One-Winged one Angel. Angel. No. On point. Let me... Let me just actually say something about that. Okay, so the show two years ago, they had, they want, so it's an audience participation song, right? So do you remember two years ago, they actually wanted the audience to sing a bunch of those Latin words, yeah, Latin yeah, lyrics. Okay. They, 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 they tried, did. Yeah. But, but this time, it's like, okay, that was way too fucking hard for these people. Suffer well, us. I, Focus on I that. I think it's also because we had the choir this time, though. That's, he, he's right, too. Last time we didn't have the choir. Oh, the choir wasn't present last time? No. And they, ha- and they had all the it Latin words. It was only words. for the first show. Yeah, and they yeah. had the Latin words on the screen, and you could hear me like, "Suffer uh, up." I would have butchered the <laughs> shit out of that. <laughs> Suffer up. Yeah, that's exactly how that went down. <laughs> and I mean, it was. It, I mean, the, the orchestra on. Oh, they killed it. That shit point. was on point. Clean. It was. Let me tell you, um, John. You ended up leaving before the um, the encore in the second show, but. It got so loud in mm-hmm. that theater compared to the 3 p.m. show. It was, it was just la- I couldn't believe it. It was just everybody the first time. You know how they're just like, okay, you're gonna do one like practice like chant. The first one was louder than probably the loudest one we had at the 3 p.m. It was alarming. And, wow. And on on the other side of that, while the audience participation in the One Winged Angel song was great, it was awesome. I was hoping they did the same thing and the crowd was into it for the Chocobo medley when they bring out. Yeah, how anybody was uh, participating in that. I was a little surprised. I, I kind of was going to try to start something, but then I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to spell it correctly. Edumacation. Yeah, and I'm serious about that, too. It's like, wait a minute. What if I put an extra H in there or something? C-H-H? Yeah. I wasn't spelling that at all. I'm pretty sure that like, you would have just got to call the whole shitload of names. That's what that I'm saying. Happened. So I was just like, I'm that not dude next to us was going ham with you it. Just, yeah, you should have just hinted at this guy next to Kiefer. Yeah, because he would have done it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to, to to antagonize people to do things at a at this concert. But I, I, I thought that would have been cool if they all got into that. I, I also don't think that they 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 told the audience as well as they did. For the, for the Sephiroth piece to participate as well in the Chocobo thing. Like, it, it, it wasn't communicated as well, I guess. Right. No, they had the legendary composer himself come on stage to tell people <laughs> yeah. to say it, you know. Well, you know what was nuts last year, uh, or not last year, the, uh, just the last show that we attended, was um, that you had um, Nobusan, uh, as Arnie likes to call him, Nobusan. running across the stage. That guy can move for his he age, puts, man. He literally put on this bandana... And during the Chocobo song, is just running across the stage like a madman. He he ran across the stage once during one of the shows that we just saw, but 
Um, it was just like, whoa. Like, it's like he's guy. carried he's by so, musical notes well, underneath him. He's so excited him. about his own music and then the fans. I think that's what's really important. And of course, like, you know, they made these shows all about the fans. Yeah. Um, how many other video games do you have, like, just have dedicated concerts? I'm um, Not many. Not many by far. No, I mean, there's VGO out there that does, uh, uh, not VGO, um, Video Games Live that does a, a, a live thing. But they, they do it from a bunch of different music uh, from different video games. I mean, I'm not familiar with it. I haven't been there. But I've seen some of their set lists. Yeah. And then there's the, um, and, and John, I think you, you're the one who told me about the Legend of Zelda one. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, Symphony of the Goddess. I, I feel like that's new, though. Um, like, it's just kind of following suit of, uh, I, I would say Distant Worlds may be, like, the precursor to all this stuff. I mean, especially if it's at its 10-year mark already. But, um, yeah, Zelda's doing one now, uh, Symphony of the Goddess. So when Distant Worlds came out, okay, so it came out 10 years ago. I was still in college. I remember when I first heard about it, I, like, could not afford the tickets then. I could <laughs> not afford to buy the tickets, but I desperately wanted to go. Never, I just didn't think, like, okay, when am I going to get the opportunity to go? Kind of fell out of touch with it. For years until, you know, two years ago. John, I think, John, you were the one that called me and told me about mm. it. And uh, I just jumped right. I, I don't even remember what the hell I was doing, but I stopped. And I got on my computer and was like, I'm buying these right now. I think you were going to buy tickets for Video Games Live. I was. That's right. That's right. Because it was going to be it was the same weekend. It was going to be at Beacon Theater in New York City. Um, so it was, uh, that was... I, I'm happy with right the there. choice you made because I'd rather go to the final. I know more about the Final Fantasy music than I do a lot of other video games. So going to see a triage at Video Games Live, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of music there. I don't know, especially if it's from like, I don't know, uh, Metal Gear Solid or something. Yeah. I, don't know any music I remember there. hearing about you guys going a couple years ago, and I was like, oh man, I hope they come back around sometime <laughs> soon. I'd love to go next time. And, you know, so and behold, you know, I was able to go this time. Uh, to As you mentioned, Lori, you know, I always knew Final Fantasy had a huge, you know, fan base. But I was really pleased to see how diverse the crowd was that evening. And there's people of, like, so many different backgrounds and, like, like the age difference. Like, you had, like, elderly people, like, re- getting really into the show. I was like, wow, my goodness. I didn't even think this this video game series appealed man. to people older. Like, it was crazy to see. I was, I'm I was so happy. To, I'm not you know, man. I'm you not know. I said elderly, bro. <laughs> I said elderly. And it was, it was just amazing to see that, you know, it was like, everybody, like, people from all different walks of life just enjoying the magic going on that night. It was just amazing to see. That's what really touched me. Yeah. There's even people cosplaying there and everything else too. Yeah. Oh, that's a dang. Co- oh, there were some. There were some really great. That's cosplay. a dang cosplay was on point. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was, it was. It was a girl. All right. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. She looked great. It, that that like it was perfect. There was that. There was Nerith one. Oh, that was really good that too. Was that really was good. super she good. The, she had the flower basket. The Advent children. Ev- like the like everything. Everything was on point. There was a garnet. Garnet, yeah. And a chocobo. Yeah. Is there a chocobo? Yeah, this woman had this, like, giant, giant dress. dress. Oh, the dress? No. The chocobo no. queen. Whatever. Like... With, her, with her little chocobo headband. She was cute. I thought she looked great. That's like, that's, I don't know. I guess it's like a... Yeah, there were a couple white mages and black mages, and uh, I saw Prompto from 15 as well. I didn't see Ares or Garnet. I don't know where, where they were. They were coming up the stairs. I yeah, I had to grab Lori's attention, actually, because, you know, yeah, they, your boy caught them. them. We saw them come back from intermission, because they must have sat down before we sat down before. Um, okay. Some of these, they were, they were, some of these are just... Oh, Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. I, just, I love the effort. I always wanted to, to cosplay, but 
just never had the time or even the. I don't even think I have That's any a kind of. One. I don't My have God. any kind of talent as far as making costumes or anything like that. One girl so. was dressed up as Roxas too. She was in our row. Remember, she had to walk by us. Yes. I was actually worried that her hair was going to poke me in my eye or something. Uh, that was actually Prompto. That wasn't Roxas. That wasn't Roxas? The one that had the... Uh, no, that was Prompto from, from 15. 15. Yeah. That's, I, I was actually talking to her. That's what I was talking about. She was Prompto. Oh, I assumed, I assumed it was because she had the Kingdom Hearts necklace. So I assumed that it was uh, Roxas. Because the, nah, the hairstyle was pretty similar. Definitely Prompto. I know exactly who you're talking about. Because she, she did have to walk by us to, to get to her seat. So... Well, let's start wrapping this up and get everybody's final thoughts. Um, we'll start with Lori, just because ladies well, first. Final thoughts comes around again. Um, hopefully, this time, if if, if um, you know if, if Nobu is going to show up again, I would love to get meet and greet tickets. Maybe oh, third times a charm. Who knows? I don't know if I'm ready to meet that but man I am, face to face. I am so down. I'm you know if they come nearby or we decide we're going to travel out of the country and just visit somewhere and just catch it, I'm fine with that, too. I will absolutely go when I can. Loved it. John? Yeah, I can't wait for them to come back around. I mean, the only thing that I could hope is that um, if they're going to do two shows, that they do uh, different songs or at the very least, you know, say that it's going to be the same uh, set list for each show because they didn't add that until well after the fact. And, uh, that kind of sucked. Like, I, I had my hopes up that I was going to be hearing a lot more. But all in all, I, I love the experience. And uh, I can't wait to go see it again. So. And Kiefer? I, just, I can't wait to see it again. It's plain and simple. I, hopefully they come back around the area sometime soon. But like Lori said, I'm, like, if I'm able to, I'm down to go see it somewhere else. It's definitely worth the time and effort. Yeah, I, Agreed. It's definitely a good show. I'm pretty sure anytime they're near... We're all going to be back. Um, that being said, uh, do we want to go through the room and do some plugs? We'll start with Lori. Um, well, my uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at London Riley, L-O-N-D-O-N underscore R-E-I-L-L-Y. And also on Instagram at London Riley, L-O-N-D-O-N R-E-I-L-L-Y. And John? Uh, you can hit me up on uh, Instagram, uh, H for DJ John, J O N. Um, or uh, I'm usually always on PlayStation, so uh, my PSN uh, is Robot Rock. Spelled <laughs> uh, just like it sounds, 287. Uh, I'm always down to chat, play, whatever. Um, hit me up. All right. Hit me up. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on yeah. Twitter soon. Um, you, you can also reach out to me at Kiefer at NerdCaster.com. And you can also find my Facebook, my Smash alias Facebook, All 8 Badges, NCG, All 8 Badges. And that's All 8 Badges, A-W-W. Yeah, A-W-W. A-W-W, the number 8 and the word badges, all no spaces all together. And you can also find, you know, my actual government name, Kiefer Allard, on Facebook, if you guys really, really want to feel daring. Uh, but like I mentioned, the Twitter will be coming soon. And you can email me at joe at nerdcaster.com. Find me on Twitter at lordqx4. Um, on PSN, Wii U, gamer tag thingy, uh, <laughs> lordqx4. <laughs> uh, and as always, please, please, please uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at nerd underscore caster. On Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaster. 
on Instagram at Nerdcaster. And always subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, your favorite podcast repertoire thing where you listen to us at. Always subscribe. Yeah, and feel free to leave us a good review. We don't want bad ones. Uh, Or no, if if you're going to send us a bad one, just can you email it to us first? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's review it first. (laughs) And uh, visit the website at www.nerdcaster.com to read some articles uh, that we've written here uh, from the NCG team. And uh, to listen to the podcast or just look around, learn more about the team here. Thank you, guys, and we're out.